What is Truth? 9-11 Written by Greg Fernandez Jr. Narrated by Ryan Barry A Strange Response to Terrorism I was sitting outside the classroom waiting to go in, and I saw an airplane hit the tower. The TV was obviously on, and I used to fly myself. And I said, well, there's one terrible pilot. I said it must have been a horrible accident, but I whisked it off there. I didn't have much time to think about it. George W. Bush On Thursday, September 20, 2001, President Bush put the world on notice. Every nation in every region now has a decision to make. Either you are with us, or you are with the terrorists. Where was President Bush when the first aircraft crashed into the North Tower? President Bush held a town hall meeting on December 4th of 2001 in Orlando, Florida, at the Orlando Convention Center. I was sitting outside the classroom, Bush told the crowd, waiting to go in, and I saw an airplane hit the tower. The TV was obviously on, and I, I used to fly myself, and I said, well, there's one terrible pilot. Bush was in a second grade classroom at Emma E. Booker Elementary School in Sarasota, Florida, when Chief of Staff Andrew Card informed him of a second attack on the World Trade Center. I was sitting in the classroom, and Andy Card, my Chief of Staff, walked in and said, A second plane has hit the tower. America is under attack. On August 13, 2002, 9-11 widow Kristen Breitweiser appeared on The Phil Donahue Show to ask a simple question about Bush's response to the worst terror attack in United States history. It was clear that we were under attack. Why didn't the Secret Service whisk Bush out of the school? He is the Commander-in-Chief of the United States of America. Our country was clearly under attack. It was after the second building was hit. I want to know why he sat there for 25 minutes. The government's initial response to the terror attacks was to go after Osama bin Laden and hunt him down, dead or alive, in Afghanistan. Yet the focus soon turned to Saddam Hussein and the invasion of Iraq. According to Richard Clark at the White House on the evening of September 11, 2001, the topic of discussion between Donald Rumsfeld and Paul Wolfowitz was not about capturing or killing Osama bin Laden. Rather, it was about overthrowing Saddam Hussein. Clark wrote in the book, Against All Enemies, the Bush administration had been pressing for a war with Iraq since George Bush became the President of the United States. According to Clark, the following day, Bush asked him to find any links between 9-11 and Saddam Hussein any shred of proof. But Mr. President, Clark responded, Al-Qaeda did this. I know, I know, Bush agreed. But see, if Saddam was involved, look into Iraq, Saddam. As time went on, Bush became less concerned with Osama bin Laden and more consumed with overthrowing Saddam Hussein, a man whom the United States helped become leader of Iraq. It only took the Bush administration about six months to publicly shift focus from Osama bin Laden to Saddam Hussein claiming bin Laden's host government had been destroyed. At a press conference in Washington, D.C. on March 13, 2002, President Bush shared his true feelings about Osama bin Laden. I don't know where Osama bin Laden is. You know, I just don't spend that much time on him. On the evening of September 11th, George W. Bush wrote in his diary, The Pearl Harbor of the 21st century took place today. We think it's Osama bin Laden. We think there are other targets in the United States. But I have urged the country to go back to normal. We cannot allow terrorist thugs to hold us hostage. My hope is that we will provide an opportunity for us to rally the world against terrorism. Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld believed the attacks on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon created the kind of opportunities that World War II offered to refashion the world. Secretary of State Colin Powell 
told Meet the Press on September 23, 2001, We are hard at work bringing all the information together. Intelligence information, law enforcement information, and I think the near future will be able to put out on a paper a document that will describe quite clearly the evidence that we have linking Osama bin Laden to this attack. Yet the next day on September 24th, Powell told a different story. That would be our intent, but most of it is classified. But there's no question that the but there's no question that this network, with this gentleman as the head, is the one who is responsible, and if we are able to provide information that is not sensitive or classified, I think we will try to do that in every way. A senior Taliban official responded to the allegations that Osama bin Laden was responsible for the attacks on 9-11. We do not want to fight. We will negotiate. But talk to us like a sovereign country. We are not a province of the United States to be issued orders to. We have asked for proof of Osama's involvement, but they have refused. Why? FBI agent Rex Toom told Ed Haas of the Muckraker Report, Bin Laden has not been formally charged in the connection to 9-11. In the case of 1998's United States embassies being bombed, Bin Laden has been formally indicted on the charges by a grand jury. He has not been formally indicted by and charged. He has not been formally indicted and charged in connection with 9-11 because the FBI has no hard evidence connecting Bin Laden to 9-11. Ed Haas was astounded that the evidence threshold for gaining a federal indictment is much lower than for gaining a conviction. Yet for reasons that remain obscure from the public record, the U.S. government has not gained such an indictment for Osama bin Laden. Speaking to a Pakistani newspaper on September 28, 2001, Osama bin Laden denied any involvement in the terrorist attacks. I have already said that I am not involved in the September 11th attacks in the United States. I had no knowledge of the attacks nor do I consider the killings of innocent women, children, and other humans as an appreciable act. Islam strictly forbids causing harm to innocent women, children, and other people. Such a practice is forbidden even in the course of battle. What had earlier been done to the innocent people of Iraq, Chechnya, and Bosnia? The U.S. had no friends, nor does it want to keep any because the prerequisite of friendship is to come to the level of the friend or consider him on par with you. America does not want to see anyone equal to it. It expects slavery from others. Whoever committed the act of 11 September are not the friends of the American people. I have already said that we are against the American system, not against its people. Whereas in these attacks, the common American people have been killed. The United States should try to trace the perpetrators of these attacks within itself, the people who are a part of the U.S. system, but are dissenting against it, or those who are working for some other system. Persons who have to make the present century as a century of conflict between Islam and Christianity, so all their other civilizations, nations, countries, or ideology could survive. They can be anyone, from Russia to Israel, and from India to Serbia. In the U.S. itself, there are dozens of well-organized and well-equipped groups which are capable of causing a large-scale destruction. Is it not that there exists a government within the government in the United States? That secret government must be asked as to who carried out the attacks. On December 13, 2001, the Pentagon released a video of Osama bin Laden taking responsibility for the September 11th attacks. In the video, allegedly recorded in mid-November of 2001, Osama bin Laden spoke with supporters about the attack on the World Trade Center. We calculated in advance the number of casualties from the enemy, who would be killed based on the position of the tower. We calculated that the floors that would be hit would be three or four floors. I was in the most optimistic of them all. Due to my experience in the field, I was thinking about the fire from the gas in the plane would melt the iron structure of the building and collapse the area where the plane hit and all the floors above it only. This is all we had hoped for. 
we were at Redacted when the event took place. We had notification since the previous Thursday that the event would take place that day. We had finished our work that day and had the radio on. It was 5.30pm, our time. I was sitting with Dr. Ahmed Abul Kahir. Immediately we heard the news of the plane that hit the World Trade Center. We turned the radio station to the news from Washington. The news continued and no mention of the attack until the end. At the end of the newscast, they reported that a plane just hit the World Trade Center. After a little while, they announced that another plane had just hit the World Trade Center. The brothers who heard the news were overjoyed by it. Less than a year after 9-11, Vice President Dick Cheney reminded Congress to be very cautious not to seek political advantage by making incendiary suggestions, that the White House had advanced information that would have prevented the tragic attack of 9-11. Even if the public doesn't understand what happened on September 11, 2001, it seems to me that they generally understand that something isn't right with the official story. This has been What is Truth? 9-11 Written by Greg Fernandez Jr. Narrated by Ryan Berry Copyright by Greg Fernandez Jr. Production copyright by Greg Fernandez Jr.